Welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast. My name is Samantha Hearn and I'm the host of this amazing channel. I wanted to bring you a place where you hear from myself and other amazing, inspirational business people on their journey to the success they've created. I wanted to bring you the offline journeys to the online successes that we see on social media. I want to create a place where you hear the struggles people have been through, the challenges, the lessons they've learned, the mistakes they've made, so that you know that ordinary people can create extraordinary things every single day, and that it's totally possible for you too. The Be Bold in Business podcast is a place where you are going to hear real, genuine, warts and all stories from some of the most exceptional people in business and how they succeeded anyway. If you are ready to show up in your business, if you are ready to be bold, if you are ready to learn from your mistakes, if you are ready to bounce back and become more resilient, this is the podcast for you. And me, Samantha Hearn, I cannot wait to welcome you, support you, empower and inspire you and share with you the stories that sometimes don't get shared online and give you this real refreshing approach on how building a business sometimes can be hard, sometimes involves failing, sometimes involves struggle, but you can still succeed anyway. So welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast, and I cannot wait for you to take your invitation to be bold in your business too. So welcome back to another episode of Be Bold in Business. And as you know from the intro, this isn't a place where we talk just about the good things. This is about a place to share with you what it's like to really build a successful business, the mindset that you need to have, the attitude you need to adopt, and the decisions that you need to make along the way, which sometimes aren't easy. And as you also know, I'm not introducing the guests, they're introducing themselves because we are all just normal people who decided to be bold in business. We are not extraordinary. We haven't got anything that you don't have. And this is about you feeling like you are learning from people and thinking, yes, I can do this too, not that is way out of my league. So today we are speaking to Kimberly and she's going to tell you who she is, what she does and a bit about her. Hi, hi everybody and hi Sam, thanks so much for having me. So my name is Kimberly Wenya and I'm a manifestation and mindset mentor. So I basically mentor women on how to create their dream lives but the way that I am coaching is in balance. So understanding that you don't have to be happy all the time, that sadness doesn't take away necessarily from, with asterisks, from you creating your dream reality. So I love what Sam's doing because it's so real, it's so raw. There's not this fake facade going on and I'm all about that. So I love that. (laughs) Hey, I'm so glad you said that as well because I definitely think when you come into the online space, you can feel like you need to have in brackets this perfect attitude all the time or everything needs yeah. to be going really well all the time mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> not I'm, true yeah <laughs> I kind of want to dive straight into that really and basically talk about the struggles and the things that when you're building a business are difficult so when you first started you were obviously still studying what mm-hmm. did you find was the hardest thing to manage between still being normal non-entrepreneur Kimberly to Mm. I really want this to work but I'm at the beginning yes okay so the struggle that I felt was just I was constantly questioning myself everything I didn't know 
uh, how to just take it, a dis- like take a decision and go with it. I always had to ask a coach. I always had to ask a mentor and I wouldn't just act on my own decision. And I think that held me back a lot. Like I'm so proud of what I did um, and, and what I'm doing. But at the start, if I could change anything, it would have been to just be like, okay, this is my idea. This is where I want to go. That's where I'm headed. I'm going to do it. Like no questioning around it. <laughs> That's so true. And I think for anyone listening, it's so easy to fall into that trap of not, almost not making your own decisions without validation first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. So let's say when you were doing that and you had started and you were online, but you were still studying full time, yeah. how did you find balancing life, the business, studying, and all of it, you know, because that's where so many of my clients and I know in both of our communities, it's so hard when you're at the beginning and you do have other commitments, you know, you maybe mm. can't be all in on your business from the word go. You have to manage expectations. You might have a family, you might have a job, you might be part-time, you might be studying. And that can become really overwhelming for so many people and actually then yeah. stop them. What made you keep going? I kept going because I saw the life that I could live and the life that I was living wasn't the one that I was going to settle at. So I knew that I had a vision. I knew that I wanted to live in this beautiful place with a, you know, with timber floors and open windows and everything. And, and the time when I started, like you said, I was still studying. I was living with my parents. I lived in a really small bedroom with a cluttered, cluttered desk and cluttered, cluttered closets. And I knew that I wanted to get myself out of there. And something inside of me at that time was like, just start a blog, just do it, just start something. And so I actually started with health and fitness and that turned into mindset afterwards. But how did I balance it? I balanced it because, well, it was and I actually got this from one of my girlfriends, Shani, she says this, it's imbalance in the, no, sorry, balance in the imbalance. And um, it's so true because I basically said to myself, okay, if I want this to happen, I need to give it time. I need to give it energy. If I don't, it's not going to grow. So that meant that I was going to university anywhere between 8am to 3 to 6pm every single weekday. I maybe had one day off during the week and that whole day I would just spend on my business. And on the other days where I was at uni, I would take every other second to be working on the business because it lit my soul. Like it wasn't work. It was just so fun. I'd come home and I would just keep on working till sometimes 11, sometimes 1am, sometimes 2am, but I was just really dedicated and it really paid off. And so and like, I really do see now that looking back that there was sacrifice, but in the end, it's not really sacrifice. It's only sacrifice of something that's short-term gain for a long-term vision. That's so true. Like that is so similar <laughs> to me. I, I would go to school, <laughs> teach, come home yeah. and I'd do exactly the same. Like just go to right? the like, but I do think that that is something that we need to recognize. We're not... And if you're listening to this, the sacrifices that you might think you're making are for a life that you are trying to create. Mm-hmm. And we definitely have that choice, whether we get sucked into the present or whether we expand into the future. And I think that's mm-hmm. really important that you also decided that you weren't going to get stuck in the everyday reality and you mm-hmm. were going to expand into what you were trying to create and that you said it takes time. Mm-hmm, 100%. <laughs> because I do, there is some energy online around the fact that it happens overnight. It's really quick. You, know, you do one post and then you're like viral. You know, no. <laughs> 
how did you manage that? You know, the fact that you join the online space and it can seem, once you're in it, it seems all consuming. Everyone seems to be doing it, but it's only because you're in it. But then when you're yes. at the beginning, you feel like you're so far away from everyone else and what they're achieving. How did you kind of manage that? Whoa, this is a whole new world. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I saw it as something super intriguing. So when I realized that, whoa, there's a whole new world and I've only got 60 followers. <laughs> when I still remember that so clearly. I can still go to that space where I'm like cringing and kind of like, I really want more. But at the same time, I know that this is going to take time and I'm just doing everything I can. But it's, it, I didn't let it overwhelm me because you have to stay in your own lane. If you're looking at what everyone else is doing, you're just going to get discouraged. You're going to compare yourself. You need to have an incubation period where you're just focusing on your own eggs and nurturing those because if you don't, you're just going to let them run away from you and it's just not going to be productive for yourself. Oh my God, I freaking love that. Everyone needs to get your own egg sorted first. Yes. Love that. Okay. <laughs> Let's go for other fears. So the whole point of this podcast is for me to preempt what my audience and listeners would be thinking as reasons that it's just too hard and being mm. bubble business is just too scary. And I know right. for sure that one of the big fears is what other people would think when they start or when they grow or when they start to become successful, that their loved ones or people they know think they're being greedy, they're being materialistic, it's arrogance, they don't need all of these things they're working towards, why can't they just be happy with the life that they have? How did you manage up-leveling your life so much from where you were and not allowing those types of fears to take over? Mm, yes. Okay. So to be completely honest and real, I had to, I had to distance myself from the people who said that, that it wasn't possible. I had to distance myself from the people who would just keep me at a lower level and keep me playing small. So whenever I came across those people, whether it was close ones to even just friends and acquaintances, I almost pictured myself in this bubble and, and like anything I didn't agree with, it just stayed on the outside. Anything I liked came inside. So you might think that it's like, oh, but you're just in your own little fantasy bubble, but you, you just need to do that to protect your project. It's not that you're living in this fantasy world, La La Land, because you're still taking action. You're still seeing your vision. It's just that you need to be selective with what you're listening to. So that is the right time to use selective hearing. <laughs> so that's pretty much what I did. Yeah. Did you find that hard? 100%. Where, yeah. So hard. I think I'm trying to think of some examples that would be good to share, but, um, I guess like some people would say, oh, okay. It was more the condescending things of like, oh, you're stunning and blonde, how cute. You know, like that was just yeah. really irritating. And, and when people are like, oh, you've got a business, me too. And I'm like, and it's like, like everybody has a business. And yeah. so I, I just had to, yeah, I, I would say I'm not going to judge anyone, but I like, yes, awesome. You've got your own thing that I would just stick to my vision. But yeah, it's, it's freaking hard. It's not easy. <laughs> Did you find it helped though? Like saying to yourself, I'm going to just give myself some space. I just want to focus on where I'm at. Do you think that that was helpful for your growth? 
100%. Yeah. And I keep saying that, but it, I needed that space because I was a person in high school, in primary school, in kindergarten, who was just always influenced from others. And I wouldn't do anything unless someone approved it. Like we talked about validation was so important to me. So even when I was choosing clothes to wear, if my family said that it was better to wear something else, I would change it. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to business, you're in charge and you forget that and you go, Oh, maybe I can ask someone else. And I actually started to lean on coaches in that way. I I don't regret having the coach, but I shouldn't have leaned on them to that degree. I had to learn to have my own backbone. Yeah, that's so important because I think also when we start, and I know, you know, you almost feel like the coach has all the answers, but that's not the case at all. You know, they're not there to build your business for you. They're there to support you in your growth. Um, 100%. Yeah, I think that's a really good mindset shift. Something else I know definitely holds people back is the fear of complaints, refunds, unfollows, Mm. blocks, copycats, basically basically other people, you know? Like we, so many, and I know you're going to be listening to this thinking, yeah, that is so true because it is, you know, you start online and you have these fears around what if someone copies? What if someone doesn't Mm. like what I'm doing? What if someone thinks I'm a fraud? What if someone thinks that I'm not worthy or I don't know enough? What if I do work with someone and then they don't like what I'm doing and they then think that I'm not a good person? All of these things. So when it comes to any of that, which I know is a very large bubble, when you first experienced, if you have any form of that when you started a business, how did it affect you and what did you do to bounce back? Mm, okay. So there are so many of those. So I'll just, I'll just choose a couple and then I'll give you like really specific kind of examples. But the first one would be, I guess, copycat. Okay. So that wasn't really something that happened of course, cause I was just, I was beginning, but I was afraid of number one, people copying me and number two, me copying someone else. Right. It's just that element of copying. And I think that the way that I got over this was I realized that nobody, and everyone says this, but I had to understand it in a really different way where no one's going to do it the way that I'm going to do it. Just like, no one's going to say the same sentence the same way I'm going to say say, like a sentence. Mm -hmm. So the way that I was going to speak was going to be completely different and it was going to resonate with someone else. So the people listening to this love Sam because Sam is Sam. You don't just go to any business coach. You go to Sam because she's Sam. Same with my own clients. And so that's going to be the same with your own. So you got to just understand that you, even if you tried, you can't even copy someone. You would just be, you would be a version of it, but you wouldn't be a copy. So that's the first thing. And, uh, as for like being afraid of people copying me as it kind of like built up and that sort of thing. Yeah. I did have the fear cause it's just like, Oh, like I don't want people to copy my cool idea. Right? Yeah, and I just like, really like, right. But then at the same time, you just remember, well, even if someone's copying me, that means that they have to have my copy before they can copy it. Meaning I'm always one step ahead. So then like, I'm always innovating. They're always going to be a step behind. So what's the fear in that? Mm-hmm. And people always find the original creator always. It's just the law of attraction. Like if you find something and then you've copied, like I've found that I've done a course before and this woman actually copied another person. And I found that, that, that higher person who actually created the original course. And 
that the minute that happened, I started to really dislike the person who copied the original creator. So that's just a specific example. But I think for each of them, you just need to come back to what is the truth of everything that's going to help you build your business. Um, same thing if like people don't like what you're doing, then they're not for you. They're not your audience. Like there's so many, there's six, seven billion people out in the world that could be your potential audience. And if one person doesn't like it, it's not the end of the world. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. And I think it is really hard when you begin, you know, and I've been there and I took it so personally, almost yeah. like my first instinct was, you know, block the person, make sure they can't <laughs> my stuff. Like I really don't want this happening again. Like panic, panic almost, you know, like mm-hmm. they're going to think that this person is better than me and they won't want to speak to me anymore. And maybe they're cheaper. Maybe they're more at their early stages. Maybe my audience will then go to them. You know, all of these thoughts that I had, But then I did stop and think, similarly to what you're saying, I can't control other people's decisions, excuse me, and I can't control someone else loving what I do to the extent that they want to recreate it. I can only control what I'm putting into the world. Mm -hmm. And similar to what you're saying about being ahead of the curve, I think if you're in that situation where you're almost scared to start because you don't want someone to do it better than you you know like Mm. someone to see it and think oh they're more charismatic they've got more energy they've got more followers and all of those things just recognize that actually sometimes that teaches you the most about yourself Mm -hmm. and what you're doing because you realize that other people are watching you and I started to think like that you know wow people actually looking at what I'm doing so I think that's really important okay now we're going to go to this is a big one, right? And I know that your ladies will have experienced this too. You put something out there and no one buys. So mm. you put something out in the world, you decide that you want to launch, you decide that you want to create a course or do your one-to-one or something and no one bites, no one DMs mm. you, no one's on the wait list, no one does anything. And then at that point, yeah. You think, this isn't going to work. I need to give up. What Mm -hmm. is your piece of advice for someone in that situation? My piece of advice is, well, everyone goes through that. I'm sure that, Sam, you've experienced it. I've experienced it. I'm sure that there's people who, okay, because here's the thing. Like, if you, I, I don't think there is a person on this planet who hasn't failed before. Because without failure, you can't grow. You can't see what the lesson is. So, if that happens to anyone, it's just a sign of you're trying hard. Like you're trying. That's what it's a sign of. And if you haven't succeeded yet, keep on trying, keep on doing what you're doing. Like keep like shift everything, pivot, change what you're doing, see what happened, assess. But it just means that if you haven't succeeded yet, you just need to do it again. And you know, I think that if you give up when something like that happens, then entrepreneurship's not for you. <laughs> like, like honestly, because, and entrepreneurship's not for everybody because some people say it's really scary to fail. But I think, and what I've seen is that the successful entrepreneurs are addicted to failing. They're actually addicted to the unknown. I myself and I'm, am addicted to the unknown, und, uh, sorry, addicted to what's going to happen. I have no idea, but you get a high from it and it's so yeah. exciting. And the worst thing that happens if it doesn't work out is, no one signed up. Like that's the worst thing. No one's going to jail. No one's like, no one's hurt. It's just a feeling. You just get, you get yourself up again. You try again. 
That's so good because I think actually, yeah, the reality is you're not going to start a business for the for the majority and have something that just flies off the shelf instantaneous. It takes work, it takes time, it takes learning, it takes growth, but that's all part of the success. That's all part of the journey, mm-hmm. you know, like Richard Branson failed so many times. You know, these mm-hmm. amazing entrepreneurs, they had to learn their lessons too. So seeing yeah. failure as learning and trying, I think is so important. Right, the mm-hmm. next, the big, the next big one, and then I'm going to play a little game with you. So, mm-hmm. something that I think is a big concern for so many now is it's already been done. There's mm. already so many people doing it. I won't mm. stand out. I'm not different enough. It, no one will come to me when they have X person or that person's done it and they're a millionaire. Why would anyone come to me? And then people try really hard to be too different or really abstract because they think that if they do something that no one else has done before, it's going to help them succeed. Yeah. What would you say in that situation that, no, actually you do need to be bold in your business because it's not about what they do because... Mm, yes. Okay. So, I'm sorry. I was like, do I finish your sentence? And <laughs> I had something coming up. Um, but my, my thing about like, it's already been done, blah, blah, blah. I heard this one thing and this was what I stuck to when I was building. And even today, you only really have to be 10% different for it to be seen as different because to the outside, when people are like, oh, okay, like like 10% doesn't seem like a lot, but when it's that much, it's enough to be something different. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I kind of like to think of. But the other thing is when people are looking for a mentor or a coach or they're looking to be, in, you know, maybe pay you for your services, everyone is not looking for that millionaire. Everyone is not looking for that top end dog. People like to find people just a few steps ahead of them. And we have a whole like storyboard of people in different chapters, people in different sections of the story that you have people behind you. You've got people just a few steps who want you because the person who is at a million dollars is not as relatable as you are. So I've had clients to me over the last two years where even when I had like 100 followers, I still could run a group mentorship because I was that invested in, in like talking to my people. And they saw that I was so much more relatable than someone who has been teaching that for like 10 years. Mm -hmm. So that's why it doesn't matter because there's always people behind you. That's such good advice. And I've never heard the 10% thing, but that's so true, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's not to encourage you to copy somebody, but like it makes sense and it gives you kind of like, so when you create something, you think, okay, well, I know that there's something similar, but you realize it's at least 10% different. And then you realize it's going to be fine. Yeah. That's more. If more you think yeah. about like cars, cars are cars. Yes. They're all cars, but they just look a tiny <laughs> bit different. But then some people yep. are a Mercedes rather than a Ford or a BMW yep. rather than a Kia. Like that's mm-hmm. so freaking true. And yep. I think that's also for everyone to recognize that as well. Because even if you think about like, YouTube, people might have a YouTube channel, but no one has the same intro or no one has the same background, but ultimately it's all a video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. True. That is such <laughs> Instagram. We're all on Instagram, but our colors are different or our font mm-hmm. is different or our bio looks slightly different. So that 10%, there you go, people. What yeah. a way to see it. 10% is <laughs> unbelievable as well. 
Yeah, exactly. And it, it just releases that pressure of, oh, I have to be mind blowing. Cause here's the thing, everything's been done. Everything has been done. Even what Sam and I are talking about right now, it's on another podcast, but we're bringing a different energy to it. Yeah, that's so freaking true. Okay, so now, as as you know, obviously, by listening to this podcast and, of course, my conversation with Kimberly before we started, the whole point of this is not to say all of the successes and all of the amazing things that, you know, you can create in business. It's to remind you that no matter where you are, you can be bold in growing your business. And even when the downsides happen, the troughs, and you're not in a peak and all of these things, that doesn't mean that you should give up. And it definitely doesn't mean that you are failing. If you were to talk to someone that maybe is just slightly beneath where you are in terms of success, so they're not starting out, but their business isn't growing. They're not scaling the way they want. They're not increasing their income the way they want. They're not finding themselves up leveling in the speed or acceleration that they desire, you know, which I know a lot of our clients, if they're not starting out, maybe they are making a certain amount, but then they're kind of capped and they don't know what to do. They're working really hard and it's just not, mm. there's no push, you know, like it's just not, nothing's happening. And it's like, is this all I'm, is this all I'm going to achieve in the business? Can it keep going? For that type of person, because I know we've both been there as well, where you have to, you, you mm. do push through and you then realize that there's a whole new level and a whole new height. Yep. What do you do when you're at that, at that point, you know, where you feel like there's this barrier? Yes, when you feel like there's a ceiling above you and you can't push through. That's because of inner work. That's all because of inner work. If you're working hardest, if you're doing all the action and nothing is changing, there is an internal reason why. So it could be that you're sabotaging yourself because you have met the amount that your partner has made and maybe you're a female and you feel like it would be a shaming for him. Mm -hmm. If you earned more, it could be that you're earning more than like a, a father figure, a mother figure, whatever it is. So I, whenever that happens, I ask myself, okay, well, where is my energy? And I know I don't know how um, <laughs> into energy your audience is, but I, cause I teach on manifestation and mindset. I'm all about that and I'm really interested in it. So whenever I have had a situation where I felt like I couldn't break through to the next level, I really went inside and did a lot of personal development and I searched where my limiting beliefs were. I looked at what I was afraid of. And then once I burst through that, I just elevated to a whole new level, like you said, but it takes looking in at like your flaws. It takes looking at what's happening inside. That's so true. And it is the inner work for sure, because it's the worth that we place on that success or the judgment that comes with it for sure. I love that. Okay. So Mm -hmm. now what I want to do is to show everyone, and I think this is so important because although there's successful businesses on the table and there's six-figure businesses and all of these things, which of course come with working hard and trying. Ultimately, we are just normal people. And I really, really stand by that. I stand by the fact that all I did was keep going. And I know you're exactly Mm -hmm. the same. You know, all Mm -hmm. I did was say to myself, this is worth it you know like even thinking about it gets emotional (laughs) you know like building a business is hard work you know when you're starting out and no one knows who you are but if you believe in yourself enough being bold in business doesn't mean that you have 20,000 subscribers or a million followers or you know a, a million pounds it doesn't mean that being bold in business means that you're giving yourself the chance to succeed and anyone can do that 
So mm-hmm. I kind of want to just bring the human aspect to it and less entrepreneurial and more just like this is us like we're just yeah cells <laughs> that have decided to give themselves the best chance so you can use your intuition of course but this is like quick fire you can't have both okay. you, have, you have to pick so we're going to play would you rather oh <laughs> okay. okay I'm scared <laughs> okay, we'll ease in we'll ease in okay, so all right all right or jungle Wait, sorry, I you cut out. Let's let's restart, restart. Okay, restart. Desert or jungle? Desert. Beach or pool? Beach. Sweet or sour? Sour, sour apparently. <laughs> Chocolate or cheese? Chocolate. Hot or cold? Hot. <laughs> yeah, for sure hot. Okay. <laughs> Day or night? Day. Sun or moon? Sun. Are you surprising yourself? Yeah, I'm so <laughs> surprised. I'm always like night, but I, I get with I get sun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what an episode that was, and I'm so excited that you have been here, been empowered, and been inspired by this amazing episode on the Be Bold in Business podcast. I have some bold invitations for you. It wouldn't be the Be Bold in Business podcast if you didn't have some ways that you can be bold in your business too. Number one, I would love to hear from you about how you found this podcast by screenshotting and tagging me and any guests you've heard in your stories on Instagram. Number two, I would be elated if you would create and write a five-star review on iTunes if this podcast has given you food for thought and some aha moments that you are going to take and put forward into your business. And number three, if you would like to be supported by myself as your coach and mentor, go deeper on your business journey, learn some amazing, invaluable lessons of how you can grow, scale, and succeed in your business through things to do with marketing, social media, selling, serving, clients, automation, systemizing, and everything else in between, the BMA is open for you to join. The Bold Moves Academy is a place where we are celebrating ambitious, determined, and inspired female entrepreneurs who are ready to be bold in their business, be seen, show up, and thrive. If you would like to come and join this epic community of women, then I would absolutely love to welcome you there. All of the links that you need to enroll yourself in the BMA are in the show notes below, and I cannot wait to welcome you back on another episode of the Be Bold in Business podcast and to see you being bold online, in your business and in the academy. Until next time, my bold, fabulous friend.